are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 245 for June 27th, 2019. This week, we talk about presidential candidates, speech towns, fake news, vaccines, switching web browsers, antidepressants, and J-pop and Japanese movies. So stick around for the The show. show. One, two, three, clap. Ah, good morning. Clap. I wonder how many syllables you could put in the word clarp. I mean, honey, you can do anything if you put your mind to Claritin? it. Claritin? Claritin? Oh, Claritin. Honey, my allergies are actually fine today, so that, there's no segue. Well, that's good. Good for you. How are you doing? This podcast is sponsored by Claritin. Imagine if no. we were sponsored by, like, drugs. Only things that would happen in the U.S. Like, no, sponsored it would by be... pharmaceutical companies. I would feel more than comfortable being sponsored by, like, Truvada. Well, actually, that's not completely true. Because Not because I'm against Truvada. Ob. I'm against, like, it being sold for the amount of money that they're selling it for. Right. Exactly. Like, you know, they're patenting formulas and they're milking it. Isn't it supposed to, like, become generic soon? Isn't there an agreement? I, I don't, don't know. know. It's generic in other in other countries. Right. That it's not patented in. They can have generics, I <laughs> think. In the U.S., but we you know, can't. capitalism, you know. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah, capitalism. Healthcare, uh, uh, prescription drug costs, honey. <laughs> but maybe, like, Lexapro? Oh, yes. yeah. Because we're both on Lexapro. We should totally be sponsored. Oh, Lexapro. I feel like I pay a decent amount for it are you acceptable with my insurance so so here's a question are you on lexapro or are you on the generic version of lexapro i'm on escitalopram generic same um i know so many people now i mean not that it's like i like know so many people that are on like the same drug as me but um it's interesting because there's many many different types of antidepressants and i i feel like there's a lot of people on on lexapro right now specifically like you, or you could just be happy. Yeah, I, yeah it. Just, just stop, stop being it. depressed. You know, just drink some probiotics. Mm-hmm. Go outside. Just stop being sad. Just, it's so yeah, easy. Meditate, honey. Mm-hmm. No, God. Um. Um. I'm fine. Oh yeah. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. We just got back from the beach. We went to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Yeah, you went to the Steven, go. Steven Universe Land, right? Yes, we went to Playland and Funland. They're the ones on the border, on the boardwalk, not mm-hmm. on the border, where the Steven Universe Arcade and like boardwalk was kind of replicated from. So is this the first time that you've spent like a decent amount of time there? Like I thought yeah. you've been there before. We went there last summer, but we only passed through on our way to Ocean City, which mm-hmm. I don't really like. Oh, um, okay. We stayed at Dewey Beach, Mayor Dewey, oh. Steven Universe, oh. which is walking distance to Rehoboth Beach. But we stayed at Dewey Beach because Piggy's allowed on the beach there. Mm. And it's like quieter. Uh, so we stayed there and then went up to Rehoboth during the day to clown around. Clown, did you eat lots of, uh, uh, what do you eat at the, at, at the beach? Uh, saltwater chiffy. Oh, yeah, saltwater taffy. I was going to say Honey. candy corn, and I was like, what year is oh, this? what the? <laughs> I don't think any year it was acceptable to eat bags of candy corn mm, at the beach. Don't, wait, are, don't you like candy corn? There's someone that I know. I that love really, it. Yeah, yeah, it was you that really loves candy yeah. corn. And I was like, wow, you love eating candle wax? Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, I'll take a bite <laughs> out of a candle, honey. You know they come in a lot of different flavors. Candles? Scents. They call mm. them scents, though. Mm-hmm. My but favorite you can candle. taste it. My, my favorite candle to eat is the one that's like Febreze flavored. Mm. Oh, like clean laundry mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I've got a, a box of a pound of saltwater tiffy beside me from Candy Kitchen. Oh, my God. You're going to rip all your teeth out and I'm ready for it. Shout out to Candy Kitchen. They're my favorite place to pick up my saltwater taffy. Not spawn. Hashtag no spawn. Has, has, hashtag not spawn. Um, But we need to try Dolly's, too. Justin realized I'd never been to Dolly's. Dolly Parton? Saltwater taffy. Very well could be, honey. It's a big beach for the gays. Mm. Um, So I'll have to try that next time. So what's it like going to a place with gay people? It's great. You don't... Actually, you know what? It wasn't really that gay when we were there. I feel like the gays all go at like a certain time. And when we were... A lot of it is... Like, you see a lot of Trump bumper stickers. Because on the way there, you have to drive through, like, cornfields. Mm. Like, you drive through, like, the cornfields of Delaware. Corn you get City, there. Yeah, like, Confederate flags, everything. Jesus and then Christ. you get there, 
And a lot of those people are visiting the beach, too. You know, mm. so it's 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 got like this fa- this gay facade as well. It, do- it doesn't seem as gay friendly as I don't know, like D.C. as, gotcha. as like a city, you mm-hmm. know, but it's still, you know, we're there. You're we're around. Where? You're we're there. You're queer. There. Yeah, we're somewhere. Well, well, maybe it was less gay because it's like it's Pride Month still. Maybe all the gays are in P-Town or they're in, you know, they're on Fire Island or they're What's not. What's P-Town? Oh, Provincetown. In, oh, Rhode in, Island? Uh, in Rhode Island, yeah. Like all the all the Massachusetts gays go there. Oh, okay. Um, all of the, uh, I don't know where the Philly gays go. I didn't go anywhere in Philly. Philly gays don't go anywhere. They just stay in Philly, apparently. They just self-hate in Philly that month. Oh, love a good self-hating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too real. But um, so here, so here's a question. Like, obviously, the beach that you went to, like you said, is like kind of like Steven Universe's beach is based off of that. Did you notice anything like other than like, you know, like the Mayor Dewey sort of situation. Oh, it looks identical. Really? It looks like the beach in Steven Universe. Oh like my it's, god! Except like more pop, a lot more populated. Right, right, right. Like right. Beach and not City. a cartoon. Yeah, well, mm, mm. Beach City doesn't have, you know, like very many residents. It doesn't look like they even have a lot of tourists, but Rehoboth Beach is pretty packed. Mm-hmm. But you can tell they've like grabbed Funland Playland, whatever, right out of there and plopped it in. Oh, that must have know? been so cool to see. Yeah, it's cool. It's really interesting. And how did Piggy like it? I mean, Piggy, you went to a beach where Piggy wasn't discriminated against, so that must have been nice. Yeah, he's allowed on the beach before 9.30 and after 5.30. So, which is great because I don't like to go to the beach during the day. Right, who would want so, that? It's off. Like it's hot. It was like ninety degrees. I love know. hot Nobody sand wants on to my do feet. That. Mm. So we went in the evening, and there were lots of dogs. I think all of them were off leash. Piggy's not allowed to be off leash. Mm. He doesn't have recall at all. Really, really? Um, he's whining out the door right now. But he that tells you how much he liked the beach. Right. Exactly. So he he doesn't like water. He mm. he's okay with sand. Right. He's okay running around. Does he like, does he roll around in sand or does he just like plip plop around? Oh, the, just kind of plip plops. Oh, uh, what a, what a cute little baby. He likes to run in it, but that's it. Well, I'm glad that you, uh, uh, had a fun time at the beach. Did you wear your sunscreen? I'm assuming you did. Oh yeah. I had, you know, SPF 100 plus <laughs> spray mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and I used it everywhere. It feels so gross though. Like I, I hate it, but I love it at the same time. What? Like we got the or the spray. Beach? Well, both. <laughs> I don't even really like the ocean, if I'm being honest. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's full of plastic. Mm, love that. And I, I can't tell if I love that or hate it, you know? I mean, it's plastic is fantastic, right? Right? Except Barbie not, girl. not in the ocean? I don't know. See, they don't put like a footnote in that they song. Don't, yeah, they don't specify in the song. So You just don't know. And that's where I get all my important news is from, from you know, Aqua, Barbie Girl. Aqua singles from, yeah, you know, 1999. The Gay Bible. That whole album is great, though. It's it's still great. Still okay, great. That. that is so true. So you well, how are so- you? Oh, I'm I'm good. Oh, um, I'm, the rest of the beach was regular. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm doing all right. Uh, things are good. It was interesting that we were talking about Lexapro earlier because I went to um, I did I had a psych appointment. I had to I had to check out my brain. Because I actually hadn't been to my psychiatrist in like two years, mainly because that I was doing fine and I like didn't need to like see him for a while. And I just forgot to make an appointment and he kept filling my prescription because everything was good. But he was like he checked his records and he was like, oh, I haven't seen Sam in two years. I should probably call him and make him come in. So I had I had that appointment on Monday Um, and I went in and it was interesting because um, I've been doing pretty well on my dosage in terms of um, of Lexapro in terms of my antidepressant. I feel like I'm like I'm at a good range in terms of like being able to deal with stress and not being too depressed. And I just feel like everything's kind of balanced out. And so I was talking to him and being like, yeah, like, I think I'm at, you know, I think I'm at a good dosage. I don't think there's any problems. And he's like, great. Well, I'll see you in a year. <laughs> so he left. He filled my prescription and I left and. And I'm still on the same train, still, you know, chugging away, you know, not staying in bed for months. So that's nice. Well, um, good. But, yeah, I mean, I guess that's really all you can, you know, every time I go to my doctor who fills my prescription, she's just like, still working? 
I'm mm-hmm. like, yep. Well, that's the thing. Still is like, hanging on. It took me a while to like find because I went through like a couple different um, medications before I landed on escitalopram or Lexapro or whatever. Um, I was on like Wellbutrin for like a couple months, and that was not good for my anxiety. And I was on Zoloft for a little bit. And then I landed on escitalopram mainly because that I recommended it to my doctor because it was working for other people in my family, which apparently is like, you know, if if it's working, because the thing with antidepressants that you don't realize is like some work really well for some people and some don't work at all for others. And so it's this like shitty moment of trial and error when you first, you know, are put on an antidepressant. It's like, well, we just got to kind of throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks and you don't really realize if something's working unless you're on it for a couple months. And so it's this like hurry up and wait sort of situation. So it took me a while to land on escitalopram. And I told my doctor, hey, it's working for a bunch of my cousins. They're on it. And he's like, well, let's throw you on it then. And I was like, OK. And it ended up working. So that's the shitty part about medication. But yeah, I've been on it for like through two more than two years. And it's uh, it's been working for me. And no dosage change. Everything's good. And then today I have a I have a therapist appointment to talk about my feelings. And it's Great. just like it's just a whole mental health awareness podcast. Thank you for yeah, <laughs> that update about a my minute brain. by minute. Yeah, of your doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta train your brain, Joe. Okay. <laughs> I'm against training brains. I mean, I feel like we haven't trained a brain on this podcast <gasps> in like five years. So speaking of training brains. Transition Uh-oh. into first article, honey. Right henny, right henny here. Henny here? Henny? Right henny here. From the University of Cambridge, straight from across the pond, honey. The greatest of Britons. Uh, the, a study. I got a study for you. Okay. So they created this game. Uh, in February 2018, University of Cambridge, Cambridge researchers, they launched a browser game called Bad News. Thousands Uh of people played it for 15 minutes or so, and they collected data on it. It says in the game, I played it myself. It's going to collect your data. You can choose whether or not you want it to, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, But in it, what it's trying to do is teach you what fake, to be more skeptical skeptical of fake news. Honey, we need this in schools. So we, yo, we 100% do. Teach them while they're young, honey. They got really interesting results where like people were, let's see, it said um, there was a study published in Palgrave Communications. It showed the perceived reliability of fake news before playing the game had reduced by an average of 21% after completing it. Mm. So it's helping people be like more perceptive. And what it does is you play as someone who like has a Twitter account, which is us. Oh, my God. It's but like you can inception. like. You can like Photoshop evidence. You can say whether or not you trust this one article. You can deploy Twitter bots. Mm. You can like incite conspiracy theories. Um, I didn't get very far in it because like. Did you lose? I I did lose. I was too. Well, you lose by having too high of like a credibility score. Oh. And I would. And I wasn't. I was like, it was like, let's slander someone. And I was like, no. I don't want to do that. You're too good of a person. But it was basically showing like how easy it is to fake something. Right. One of the examples was like President Donald Trump account, but like the E had like an accent. (laughs) So it was like a plagiarized, you know, like a a fake account. Right, 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 right. Um, It's in nine different languages. They're creating a junior version for children aged eight to ten. Literally needed. That is so needed. Literally. It's so weird, though, that we live in the society where, like, we're going to have to start training people. Like, because we all know, we all have our grandparents. Like, before my grandmother died, she all she watched was Fox News and she right. believed every second of it. Yeah, because Fox she News didn't. Is Bible. She was never presented with a media that was like non truthful, you exactly. know, or that she necessarily had to question. Exactly. And it's so weird that like now we're gonna have to start training for that especially like with deep fakes coming right like i I feel there were a bunch of deep fake articles or like like articles about like deep fake algorithms making like fake videos i feel like a bunch of those i I read a couple different stories about those this past week like the one about like the fake mark zuckerberg like someone made a deep fake about mark zuckerberg like talking about how shitty facebook is 
And that was like really funny. But then the next day there was another article that there was like they have a someone's developing an AI to detect deep fake. So it's like <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like battling back and forth in like the deep fake realm. But it's like we need we need this like we need to be training people. Um, it, it like it feels like when we were back, I mean, probably, you know, like when I was in high school, when you were probably in college um, learning in school about like, oh, like you, you know, you can't trust Wikipedia. You got to cite the sources like you can't cite Wikipedia, like look at the sources. And it's like getting that pounded into your brain. I feel like it's that sort of training that we need for everyone. But like, it's like we need to like throw all of everyone like age 50 and up we need to like throw them in like a week training camp for like an entire week and like retrain them to be like hey you need to not trust everything and like look at fucking sources like like, like we be learned. discerning yeah well, like, like and i totally get God. it too because these people didn't grow up on the internet like right. i remember being like 16 years old surfing the internet and like a young cousin was over Mm-hmm. And there were all these pop-up ads and they were like, you won. And he was like, you got to click it. You won. And I was like, no, I didn't. No. That's a virus. I'm 16 years old. I've been on the internet forever. You're like six. You know, this you is going to download porn to my computer. Right? I guess. Heavens to Betsy. Heavens to Betsy. I don't want it to override the porn I already have on my 20 megabyte hard drive exactly like if i if i click one of these you know if i if i actually start clicking these pop-up ads then i don't even know what's going to happen it's like all the yeah like all the porn on my computer that i already tell my parents that i got from clicking pop-up ads i'm gonna get even more yeah horrible but um well it does say though uh the sample of course like they couldn't control who was playing the game this wasn't Mm. done as a study of like hey 20 people in this age group, 20 people in this age group. This It says the sample was self-selecting. So it was skewed towards younger, male, liberal, and educated demographics. Right. Because those were the ones who generally played it. Mm-hmm. But it says that it found the game to be uh, equally effective across age, education, gender, and political persuasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says it has ideological balance built in. So they can choose to create like you can choose to create news from both the left and the right mm-hmm. of the spectrum right so um yeah there the the title like it's calling it a fake news vaccine kind Ooh. of like us which you know a vaccine is something that you know makes it so you're never susceptible to something right ideally it's, it's I less think. of this but it's, it's right. more of like it's training you to not is it's training you to like debunk yeah the people who are trying to debunk you right calling it pre-bunking 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 honey oh my god oh honey you're gonna need a dental dam for all this pre-bunking are you a top bunker you better be wearing some protection for this pre-bunking good good god um Um, it's not it's not really like it's not really being skeptical. It's it's more like maybe it's kind of being skeptical. I don't know. It's like there there's a like the term skeptical in like in the Internet is it kind of has a bad rap because it's usually like, you know, white male people being skeptical of like the world is round or not. And it's like, girl, now it's like it sounds like it's more like anti gaslighting sort of situation where it's like, well, it's more like here's the like before I started playing it, it was like, does this, how reliable do you think this tweet is? Mm. And you would see the source, like the thing who is tweeting it, and you would rank it. Gotcha. Um, and it said, like, it's, you can play it at getbadnews.com. Gotcha. Uh, and it, it says, from fake news to chaos, how bad are you? Get as many followers as you can. <laughs> I love bad chaos. news. So, like, um, it, 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 you know, it wants you to... It's showing you how people you're becoming the person who spreads the fake news now. Right. And I feel like that's a good way to educate people on how this shit is actually done. Yeah. You know, Um, I feel like it's good. I feel like I feel like that's so fucking needed. It's at least like a first step. Interesting. You know, like mm -hmm. I feel like more things are going to need to be done. Definitely like education in schools or whatever. Right. Exactly. But it's a good first step. But it's weird, though. Because I think there are some people who know that things are fake, 
but like are choosing to believe them. Yeah, it's like a willful ignorance. Because it like fits in with either their religion or it fits in or with their like mindset. Their, what they want the world to look like. Exactly. You know, like they want this awful whitewashed world, mm-hmm. you know, and they are, they see, you know, the fake news about it. And so they just choose to believe it because they yeah, want I, to I hate that, that's minorities even, and something yeah, else. I think- that's even more scary to me. It's like this, these yeah. people like don't like, I don't know. It, like they, deep they, down, they are choosing to believe it. Or, yeah, they, they even much rather like fake. live in a fairy tale land of lies than like actually like accept the truth. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I would like to see a study on that. Like how many people actually, and I don't know how you would even study that, how you would right? show who is actually choosing to believe this fake news and who really believes it you, mm-hmm. or something like that i'm phrasing it wrong but i'm i'm curious in the future so you know how like how you know like uh, we we attribute like elderly people to be you know trustworthy of fox news and like you know uh back back in the day with the internet like everyone was like you know don't trust wikipedia like look at your sources what's going to be the situation for us when we're older like, what's going to be the equivalent of... Oh, honey, don't like, trust your eyes. Don't trust your ears. I mean, right? there's already, you know, for years, audio is able to be distorted. Mm-hmm. Now it's oh, going to be, don't trust what you see. And yeah, it's going to got- be like a politician <laughs> will say something really horrible and they'll actually say something really horrible. And then they'll say, I didn't say that. That's a deep fake. Right. Like, oh my mark God. my words. That's next. Yeah, you know, girl. or they didn't say it. But once it's... It's kind of like even if you don't fit, even if you know they didn't actually say it, but you see them saying it. Right. It still plants something in your head. Yeah. It like convinces that reptile part of your brain that it is somehow true. Right. It can. It's you're you'll always kind of be questioning it then. Right. Like even if you're 99 (sighs) percent sure they didn't say it, you will always question their actions and like. That's going to be fucking used, you know, right? Like we are. That's, that's going to be us when we're like 50. Like we're going to be seeing that shit and we're going to be like so, all confused. Yeah, we're, we're so susceptible to that. I was reading an article about, <clears throat> you remember the Ibo dogs brought them up a few weeks ago? They rough, still rough. make them, by the what? way. No yeah, people way. love them. There's so many different versions. They're updated with like software versions. But they were, the article was like, they're kind of scary in a way because they are mimicking cute or they're mimicking animal behaviors that manipulate humans oh so like they're getting better at better better and better at at imitating these animal behaviors that Mm -hmm. make us do something and it's like evoke emotions in us it's like how cats usually don't meow in the wild and they they've like developed meowing to get humans attention which is oh, crazy. Yeah. And there was there was this other article that was like um about how dogs facial expressions have evolved. Oh, I um, need a dog facial. For us to like wolves don't have the same like eyebrow muscles. They can't give us like a puppy face. Oh. But like a puppy can like we've sort of given them that trait, but now it manipulates us back. Mm. You know. So gotcha. it's um honey, get ready to be used by the machines. Honey, I'm already used. Are We're you? all being. I mean, I'm. I'm definitely not in mint condition. I am used. <laughs> Let me tell you, honey. Honey, you are busted out back. <laughs> Let me tell you, honey. Blown uh, um, out <laughs> in the carburetor. Yeah, honey. My, all my tires are blown out. You know, my engine. Honey, my, I need my. I need my oil changed, honey. I need some. No, work you got done. too much oil, honey. I mean, that you're probably right. To be too quite much honest. oil in that one. Um, so I did something this, I, I know me, me doing something crazy. Um, (laughs) I, I did something that I'm not sure if I like or not (laughs) this past couple, couple days. I don't know what came over me, but there has been a lot of like articles going around about how, um, allegedly Chrome is going to disable the use of you know of third-party ad blockers in the future and it's like not happening right now but a lot of people are jumping ship from chrome back to other web browsers and i was thinking yeah let's i'll go back to netscape navigator i loved netscape 
Um, but I don't know what came over me like three days ago, but I switched to Firefox. Hey, and you I don't, had a Firefox moment. I think I'm having a Firefox moment. Honey, I maybe I'll maybe I'll just tell my mom it's just a phase, like me being gay. But I haven't used a web browser that isn't Chrome since Chrome came out. Like yeah, I was all aboard been, the Chrome train. Like it's been consistently better. Do you know? Right. Like it's already Google, so I can log into Chrome and it brings in all my shit. And I'm right. Fine. Like my whole life is owned by Google anyway. Um, but yeah, like I I moved like all my bookmarks to Firefox. Like everything is Firefox, and I'm gonna like try it out for a month. And it's like different, obviously, but it's like God. I remember back in like literally 2000 or 2001 learning what firefox was because my dad was like you'll get less viruses if you use firefox instead of internet explorer and i was like well does my porn run better on firefox like that's the only thing that i was thinking in my mind sure and and i think the last time that i probably used firefox was like early 2000s but i downloaded it and it's like it's a web browser that works i don't know if it's necessarily faster or slower than chrome um but yeah i think i'm gonna give it the give it the old college try I'm not sure if I like it or not, but I guess my question for you is, um, how long have you been on the Chrome train and would you ever switch? Would you, would you ever jump ship? I've been using Chrome ever since it came out, but not necessarily consistency. About a consistently, about a year mm. ago, I did try Firefox. I do believe I still have it downloaded. Um, still there, honey. But I just, I just wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. I want something else. Like I don't want. I don't know what I want. Maybe what's that one that's like an onion? (laughs) Tor. Tor. Maybe that's what we... I mean, we should all be using that anyway. Honestly, yeah, we should all be using that. But... I've I've used Tor before. It's just slow. Well, that's the thing, because it's Because it's it's bouncing you around the world. Yeah. Right. It's like, honey, I need my porn instantly. It's like, right? you're just like, days. I don't have time. I don't have yeah. time. I need to honey, see it I'm, right I'm now. I'm on the clock here. Come on. I need to see a, a butthole right now. Right, exactly. Okay. Got to Right you know, now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And I I have so many fucking extensions on well, Chrome. Well, that's the, that's the thing is like, I feel like my Chrome is pretty lightweight. Like I have like my, my, um... I have like uBlock Origin, which is an ad blocker. I have that thing that turns everything into dark mode. I have my password manager. And I think that's about it. Like, I don't have much going on, but like, I know there's people that are like you who are like extension crazy and have everything Honey, I like got set things up. to do. I got things to do and I have not a moment. Right. And okay. I, I, there's a lot of developers that develop for both Firefox and Chrome, yeah. but there are some that don't. There's some that like only have extensions for Chrome. And not Firefox. So I'm sure, you know, for someone that's more dependent on extensions in their web browser, I assume that it would be way more difficult to switch from different see, browsers. The only reason I can see switching right now is, well, if the ad blockers stop working on Chrome, that's like a big fucking thing for me. You right. know, like it's yeah. just that would be a big, a big reason to leave unless unless they came out with something even better that was natively in it, which I know right. they've talked about before, but I can't imagine them disabling ads on certain websites. Do you know what I right, mean? Right, exactly. Just because it's Google and they live off ad money. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I would, I think it would take a privacy concern. And right now though, like Google already owns all my information. So they are just, it's not anything new that they're taking from me by right, using Chrome. Like, right, they already exactly. have this information. It's all in my Google account. You know, Right. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't know. Well, I'm, I'll am i keep you guys posted. I, I don't know. The, the, the thing that was kind of getting me to switch is I was having some problems with um, like video streaming services like Twitch specifically. I w- it was like crashing like certain windows. And I wasn't I, I didn't like I, I disabled a bunch of my extensions. Like I wasn't sure exactly what was happening. And so that was a reason for me to like give Firefox a try. Along with like, you know, uh, basically I may, mama just needed a change. And so sure, we'll see how long refresh, I last. honey. Yeah. Give us a know, follow up next week. Right. I'll follow you guys up next week with it. But I'm curious, like, I'm assuming, I assume that everyone uses Chrome. Like, oh, the, yeah. uh, that's like my I mean, assumption. You log into half the things. And like, it used to be like Firefox and Chrome and Internet Explorer, like that, you right. know, the big three. And then, mm-hmm. 
you everyone still had Internet Explorer because it was like some things are only going to load on Internet Explorer, like work sites and shit. Right. But then like every, everything started loading only on Chrome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just we kind of all had to use it and we were told it was the best. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, hey, we have options. This is Amorica. This is Amorica. We have options. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, wh- what does everyone else use? Does anyone use Opera? <laughs> no, anyone... get out of here. Wasn't there one called like <laughs> Dolphin or something? Oh, I remember having yeah. some fucking, when I had my like Moto, it was like a Blackberry. Mm-hmm. But it, you had to have some fucking ass Dolphin ass shit. And like, was it like a, an Android? Uh, uh, something. Ex- exclusive web I don't browser even that know. probably gave you a virus. Well, are you using Chrome on your phone? I, I didn't uninstall Chrome, but the thing about Android is you can, you know, a revolutionary. Right, you can switch, you, you your, can default. switch your default, um, your your default web browser. And Firefox on Android is garbage. So <laughs> I don't, what? I'm not, en- I'm not enjoying Firefox on Android at all. Like I, I don't enjoy the UI and it's, it's a lot slower for me. Oh, that sucks. Um, compared to Chrome. But on desktop, like I'm not really seeing much of a difference in terms of speed or loading or whatever in Firefox compared to Chrome. But it feels like that um, Firefox on um, Android is like severely underdeveloped. Um, maybe a lot of people don't use it. I don't think they I have a know. lot of money. Probably, I think they're a non. Aren't they a nonprofit? <laughs> like, aren't they like an open source? Like throw them some cash or something. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've read article. Maybe I haven't. I just feel like mm-hmm. every time I read an article about Firefox, it's like a struggle. Right. Probably. But that's fine. Some mm-hmm. of the best things are struggles, like laugh. I- yeah, like laugh. Everyone's struggling. Um, I think the end. St- the end goal here is I'll probably end up switching to Internet Explorer Seven. It's edge now, honey. You're oh, going to be honey, edging. Yeah, that's the joke we make every time we talk about it. I think I'm not even going to. I'm just going to install a t- 2004 version of Internet Explorer 7 and use that because it's completely unsecured. And I'm going to just all download right. a bunch of viruses. I look forward to all the viruses I receive from you. Next time you call me, it's going to block you. It's just going to be a, a call center telling you to click a pop-up <laughs> ad. I'll just uh, switch it over to Google whatever answer. Yeah. What's I'm it surprised called? you haven't. Call screening? Call screening. Yeah. Have you used that with anyone else? Like Nobody else calls me, Sam. Oh, well. My parents. Should... I'm not going to call screen my parents. <laughs> call screen your dad. Do you know, like, like uh... my parents would not know what was going on. They would probably call the police. Like they'd be like, "Oh my god, what Someone happened took to our over son? my son's phone? Our son is a robot." Oh my god. Well, speaking of hip young millennials and watching Twitch, us. Did you see who joined Twitch? Um, was it uh, President Barack Obama? No, it was actually presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders. He was on launched, Twitch. He launched a channel on Twitch. This is an article on CNET. Oh, my uh, God. Launched on Tuesday. Wait, is this recent? Yeah. So this Tuesday. Is this real? Yeah. It, <laughs> so, OK, I don't think he's going to game on it. Uh, I, I want think, him to start like I want him to like go full in on like Call of Duty or something. <laughs> I would literally love that. I would watch that. I would watch. But I'm sure he's just like talking, you know, he, well, it's okay. where all the hip kids are. What's the it story? It says that hasn't posted anything. But according to Recode, Sanders campaign is planning a series of Bernie live videos on Twitch, Facebook and YouTube mm-hmm. in which he will discuss his staff. He and his staff will discuss news of the day and provide campaign updates. I mean, honestly, like, no, I'm against it. it. <laughs> No, I am. You don't want you don't want them on Twitch. You don't want it. Okay, so here's an article that came out earlier this month. I don't think I ever shared it, but it's it's ties in with this Um, for like the first time ever. I think in the in the last poll they did on this, the Mm -hmm. things were reversed. But uh, poll results found uh, those surveyed were more likely to reject a candidate for their age if they were older than 70 than to reject it than to reject a candidate who is gay. Oh. So 34% said they were less likely to vote for someone who's gay, while 48% they said they were much or somewhat less likely to vote for a candidate who is older than 70. And I think this is like the first time that that's happened. 
Mm. Like we are, we like old people less, and we like gays more. Finally. Here's the thing, though. Here's the here's the thing. I'm I've been I'm following a lot of them kind of closely. Oh, Kamala, is... Pete, Mayor Pete, Isn't Elizabeth Kamala Warren, and Olive. No, I love Kalamata Olives though. I love Kalamata Harris. She's my favorite. Oh, I do. I do like her so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but her and Mayor Pete and Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren and Bernie Sanders have kind of been the main ones on my radar by Britney Spears. On my radar. Um, but here's the thing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't care that Mayor Pete's gay, but he is like, like. It's because he's the type of gay that America is ready for. And America is mm-hmm. not ready for, unfortunately, like I, you know, he's like super religious. He's a, he's a white man. Mm-hmm. He's cis. He's, mm-hmm. it, he, he, it seems like if he weren't gay, he would be like conservative. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like that's yeah. the impression you get from him. And he's very straight edge. He's, but he, you listen he's, to him speak. He, he's a great speaker. Like He's I won't. incredibly digestible to the general public. That's a very good way of putting it. And like, mm-hmm. I really wish that America were ready for like a non-religious candidate. But America is like so hung up on like making their leader religious that right. like we nobody can get over that. It's so but like, I don't know. I think we're getting tired of all these older people like telling us what to do is the thing. And I've, right, exactly. I've talked about it before. I don't want I, re- I really don't think that the people in power who are a certain past a certain age, like represent my ideas. Oh, absolutely not. Like Joe Biden. Like Ugh, he's so just old. he's a he, I don't want to say he's like a, a relic of his time, but like he has so much political baggage. He's mm-hmm. just P.S. We're we're talking about this. We're you know, we usually don't talk about politics, but we've been we've been getting there in the past couple episodes and we're there. Now. Right, 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 right. Um, and I don't know. It's just flip flopping on all of on issues. And I think that it out is out of touch it is, is how they yeah, work. Absolutely I, out of touch. It's it's nice to have a, a political candidate like Pete Buttigieg who is younger, who yeah. like actually has a shot and is actually getting press coverage. Like, it's refreshing that someone closer to our age that has, you know, that is more in touch with our ideas and our, you know, the the problems of a younger generation who understands that more. It's really nice to have someone that's like more actually relatable in terms of our day to day life and our struggles and like dealing with student loan debt and dealing with the housing crisis and like dealing with all that fallout from an older generation, it's nice to have someone that's running that actually represents us. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's obviously there, there can be older candidates that support us and that can try to understand the shit that they're, that we're going through. But like mayor Pete is of that, of our age where he went through that shit. He is with us in that generation. And it's nice to see someone that's actually physically representative of shit that we have gone through as a, as a, as younger voters. And I don't want nice to see. say like, like, I'm so happy that like a gay candidate is getting the visibility that he has because he's like right. up there, you know, yeah. he's like one of the fucking tops, pun intended. Yeah. But oh, love a top. Um, It's just so like we have to remind ourselves that like America or like progress moves slower than we want it to a lot mm, of the time. So slow. Like it's so it's weird that America is not ready for something else to me Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like i just i want progress to be there and it just isn't it moves in like tiny increments and that sucks and it can be like frustrating a lot of the Mm -hmm. time but sometimes we have to be like hey this is one for us right that's good for right this second i guess i don't know yeah it's It's, okay to continue asking for more right it's good not to get complacent like, it's the exact same thing where someone puts a gay person in a movie and they're like, okay, you should be satisfied. And it's yeah, like, you have not. your gay person now. You're right. Well, but like now what what I'm, you know, the thing of, of having like Mayor Pete as a like viable candidate getting all of this press coverage and like being up there with, you know, with people like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris and whatever, like, you know, having that sort of popularity now is now I'm like. I want there to be 
a gay candidate or more gay candidates every single time that we have an election. Right. Like I want more gay people, more, you know, more openly gay people that I can vote for. Like yeah. I want I don't want this to be a one time thing. Like I want, you know, openly gay people to, you know, I want more of those people getting more visibility. And it's and it's not that like, OK, well, obviously, like queer people need to run for office. It's great. I don't I, I feel like the gay people and queer people need to continue running for office. But I want to see um, queer people gaining the same amount of visibility as Mayor Pete is getting in the presidential run. I like, think there I'm are ex- others like right now. Really? There are like so many. Honestly, only aside from like the top, like I'm not a great. I'm only really been watching like the top seven or eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like there might be one other LGBTQ person but i feel like that they weren't getting as much attention or something because they weren't as palatable as pete Buttigieg. and that's the thing it's like i want people like i want to you want them to have the same visibility yeah like instead pete of ha- in- is instead of having like mayor pete and like you know and like four other candidates that everyone's always talking about i want all of the candidates that everyone's talking about to be queer like i want you know i want I mean, options i want everyone i want everyone in the world to be LGBTQ. Well, here, okay. here's an interesting situation in Montana specifically. Um, in the next election, we um, there's an election for our um, oh, Secretary of State of Montana, I believe, um, and one of the Democratic candidates is an openly gay man, um, which is really great. And I'm probably going to vote for him. But it's like it's nice to see because like you know people are you know starting to do their local campaigning and starting to put out ads and stuff for the 2020 election, both locally and federally. And it's like, hell yeah. Like I saw, you know, I talked to this guy on Tinder once and he seemed very nice. And like, it's nice to, you know, see representation within politics. And I just, you know, just because I get a taste doesn't mean I'm not going to, that I don't deserve more. So I want more visibility for queer people in politics. And I want more, you know, I want more Mayor Pete's in the sense of I want that big dynamic of media coverage for more um, more queer people. Well, as Sharpe Evans once sang, not mm-hmm. to let a straight white female speak for me necessarily. <laughs> Throwback to last week. Honey. Oh, pop stars. She said, I want it all. Honey, I want it all. Um, I want it all. Let me. So I saw something on Twitter just to digress really quickly. Um, no, digress. We're done. Okay, we're we're done. We're burying the we're hatchet. Done. Um, I saw the words Justin Bobby trending on Twitter a couple days Ugh. ago, and I I'm did against it. not know what year I was living in. Um, uh, dark times. <laughs> what timeline is this? Have you watched? I mean, I know we talked nope. about this. We talked about this when it like would have got announced, but I I haven't watched any of it. Apparently, people are watching it enough to get it trending on Twitter, the new Hills reboot. Um, but it's like, what's the point when Elsie isn't there? Like, I obviously agree Literally, with Literally, the Hills does not exist without Lauren Conrad, period. Uh, like, do you, okay. do you know anything about this? Do you know what the reviews are? No. Like, what do people think Mm-mm. about this? Because I haven't tuned in at all. But It's people not are on my radar. In. It's like all the people who, like, weren't able to move on with their lives after mm-hmm. the show. Are on it like Elsie has like several different business ventures she doesn't really care about being in the spotlight she does her own thing right and that's it you know it seems like but it, it's it seems like it's the people who haven't progressed right maybe the, um, the the people where the hills was the best thing that ever happened to them it's like people in high school it's where like high, high school, school yeah it's like high yeah. school where like high school was like the best thing that ever happened to them and they keep wanting to like live back in high school it's all these people who haven't done anything not to mention, like, <laughs> you could tell watching The Hills that it got faker and faker as it went on. Mm-hmm. And it got worse and worse as it went on. Like, it mm-hmm. peaked at season three, and then it was, like, going down again. Right, right, And right. then by the point that Kristen Cavallari replaced LC on it, mm-hmm. it was just, like, nothing was real. Right. You know? No, everything, was, didn't, everything was a facade. Well, it just didn't even it just didn't even pretend anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like so dramatic and it just made you not care. Right. Exactly. And I, I feel like that's what they're going to be going for again, especially Heidi and Spencer on it, aren't they? Oh, of course they, were they kicked are. Off, they were kicked off the show. 
like the, during the first run of it mm-hmm. for being like too, you know, hashtag too much. A hashtag too much. <laughs> and it's, I believe they were at least. Right. Um, but it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't see how this could be good. I, I did see one headline about it. It said Pamela Anderson, Anderson mm. made an appearance in it. Oh, wow. I don't know why. I think Brody's in it. Oh, Brody. God, I don't know. I'll, and I'm Whitney. I'm just like getting war flashbacks hearing these names. Whitney never even talked to anyone besides Elsie. So if she's in it, I don't know why. Mm. Like she literally was there because she was a work friend of Elsie. Right. And she didn't really even like anyone else, it seemed. Exactly. I'm just like, I don't know if curiosity is going to get the better of me because I'm just so lazy that I don't think I'm actually going to like tune in or research this. But every time I see it trending on Twitter... Or, like, these names trend on Twitter. It's not, like, that The Hills is ever trending, but it's, like, people are talking about, like, Justin Bobby or Whitney, and I see them in the trending timeline. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, they rebooted The Hills. This is a thing that's happening. Like, I'm curious. Well, what's interesting. Uh, what is interesting? Audrina ended up marrying someone she dated on the show. Like, oh. I think they showed, like, maybe one or two dates. And he was supposed to be, like, her escape from Justin Bobby. Mm. Things went sour for them, I think, semi-recently. And she divorced him. Oh, wow. So, I don't know Drama. if Bobby, Justin Bobby's, like, kind of back in the picture. I don't know. I mean, some of, like, part of me is, like, I want to, like, take a little peek at it. But the other part of me is, like, why? Like, why do I want to waste my time with this? Why? Why? Let me look at this. Okay. I don't know who some of these people are. Oh, that's Audrina. Oh. That's Stephanie. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'm just like, I'm curious about it. When was the last time that you watched The Hills, like all the way through? Um, When I first met Justin, I made him watch it. You tied him down. I tied him down. Well, I tell him I give him a head rub every time. <laughs> we watched an episode. So you're training him. Sit on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think we got all the way through, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, it says Whitney's returning. Interesting. Well, I, I'm I'm curious how much Misha even... Barton. She was never on the show. What? What is she doing there? I don't know. I'm concerned. She now. says it, it was a little nerve wracking to join the cast. She told People, People <sighs> magazine. She didn't just say that to yeah, people. Yeah, she was just yelling at people. She was just yelling it outside her window because nobody gives a shit I'm, about her. I'm anymore. curious if they're getting paid anything or if like they. You know, they pitched this idea and then everyone came scrambling back that was a nobody because this is the best thing that it had ever happened to them in the past. And they're like, I need this again. I need this again. They should get paid. I think it's a per episode mm. ordeal is what they had for the first one, maybe. I don't remember. Oh, Lord. Well, don't say, oh, my God, Jason's Jason was only in like the first season. Okay. I wonder, like, I, I hate this. I wonder how much they like tried to get Lauren on board with this because you know, know they man. tried you know that they you know were scheming up something and they probably offered her a bunch of money and she was like no i'm done with this i better she's got like two life. kids now i think yeah, I she think, has like know, an she's actual got a life lot going on yeah she's got like i think she's got like a a women supporting women business work i know I don't know. Will I tune in? Probably not. Will I talk shit about it? Probably. I mean, did you even see the first Hills? What? Wait, what? Did you see the first? Like, were you a Hills person? No. Well, my sister was. And so I oh, okay. I, I watched um, Laguna Beach and I watched the Hills like um, third from like a third person perspective. Like I was always in the room when my sister was watching it. So I like I understood everything and I caught episodes, but I never like was obsessed because I feel like I was a little too young. Like that was like my sister's jam. She loved it. Too young now available on Amazon. I can see honey, it's still there, honey. Our music is still there. And you can I, I got a I got a royalty check the other day for our, our last quarter and I made an entire two dollars from y'all oh my streaming. God. From streaming uh our music. So thank wow, you for that. Sirs. I'm gonna buy some saltwater taffy with that. Yeah, go for it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, no, I was like, I, I was immersed in the Hills universe, but I wasn't paying like direct attention to it. Sure. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm still curious, but I don't think I'm going to watch it. I feel like I would be a heathen if I even if I touched it with a 10 foot pole. But is yes. anyone else watching it? Does anyone that listened to the podcast watch it? Is it garbage? Let me know. Tweet at me. I'm curious. Tweet at me, too, because that's one of the things I'm curious about. Right. One of the things Joe actually wants people to that's tweet at him the- about. 
only things I want to tweet about. <laughs> but actually, only tweet me bad things about it. I don't right, want to know right. good things about it. Don't tweet at me and tell me Kristen saved the show because we all know the ratings plummeted. So, <laughs> you know, before you tweet at me, get off your high horse. Mm-hmm. Too. Before, so you, you know, tweet, you know, think, think before you get blocked. OK, think before you get. Uh, you know what? I just mute people now. It's so much more. I love shadow banning people from my life. <laughs> Do you know? I just mm-hmm. I prefer it when they don't necessarily know unless they're really horrible. Right. But I haven't had to block anyone in ages. Just mute them forever and then they can just shout just into the them. void. Exactly. I just love the thought of someone screaming at me into a black hole. And then you never seeing it. Ugh. Love it. Speaking of shouting into the void, um, should we talk about our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So, okay, before I ask you, how many favorite things do you have this week? Just one. Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, who should go first? Because I have one also. You go. Go ahead. So, um, I told Joe at the beginning of the podcast that I didn't have a favorite thing, but I lied because I did have a favorite thing. It was just in the back of my mind and I had to, like, dig for it. Um, Oh, wow. That's some, like, deep introspective shit. Sure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or or I was just lazy. (laughs) Um, I delved and I into re- the depths of her mind. I couldn't remember, but I actually, it was there. Um, so this actually came out last night. Um, so this is like hashtag fresh. I'm so on trend. Um, but my J-pop princess, Utada Hikaru, came. Uh, she had like a, a tour in 2018 called a Laughter in the Dark. And it was like her return to, you know, she had like an album that came out and then the stuff with like Kingdom Hearts 3. So she was gaining a little bit of um, notoriety in 2019, 2018. She and a- every show was just the theater was completely dark and she would just cackle every yeah, once for in a while. Two and a half hours. That was the entire uh-huh. show. Um, so I didn't know this was happening, but she recorded her her last tour. It was it was just a. It was just a, a regional tour in Japan that she was doing because, like, that's where she's popular because she tried to do shit in the U.S. like twice and it never happened. Um, but it came out on Netflix. It's like available on Netflix. Her entire like two and a half hour set is available on Netflix from her Laughter in the Dark tour in 2018. It came out last night and I watched it all. And I was, it was so good. It was so good. It was giving me like old school Utada feels like I was like such a stan like fucking 10 years ago. And it's weird like being able to watch a like Japanese tour in HD and not like a pirate website because usually all of these like J-pop artists, like the rights to their tour and their video and their music are like very you know, it's it's very controlled. So it's a fairly rare to be able to like legally watch a like tour of a J-pop artist online and uh, on Netflix of all places. So um, if you want to check it out you and you're like a fan of Utada or like you loved her back in the day, honestly, like the music is fucking good. She performed really well. Her voice is still on point. Um, Laughter in the Dark tour. 2018 and what's interesting is obviously the entire concert is in Japanese and when she's talking to the audience she's like in Japan talking to them in Japanese but um, the English subtitles she translated herself because she speaks English and Japanese so she did the the subtitles for the Netflix um, for the um, the, the Netflix subs for her, her uh, tour video did them all herself so it's like directly from her and it was a fucking jam it was a it was a good time at like fucking one in the morning last night so if you if you want some uh, old school J-pop feels legally, you can just check it out on Netflix. It's Laughter in the Dark Tour 2018 by Utada. It was a gay old wow. time. I was jamming in my bed. Um, there was Netflix, some, some, bring some, in the gays, our br- content. I love our content. Um, there was some some new new uh, songs, some old hits. Um, and yeah, I was I was uh, feeling my my J-pop life in my bed last night. So hashtag recommend. Nice. Um, I'll have to check it out. Uh, what about you, Joe? What's your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing this week is also Japanese. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. So we watched a movie last night called Shoplifters. Um, oh, I believe yeah. it was nominated for Best Foreign Movie this mm-hmm. past year as well. Uh, it's a Japanese movie kind of about like a patched together family who is living in poverty and like how they're dealing with it and stuff like that. And it's like funny but it's mostly like quiet, slow, and sad, which is, I've said before, those are my favorite kind of movies. That's your jam. 
Um, and it was one of those movies where like, like I compare it to Lost in Translation in that it ends on like, what? Like not a, like a what, but like a, in a quiet what. Mm. Like a, what? It's the and then like, what's the universe? Is you it know? like a, is the theme kind of like melancholic? Is that the word? Yeah, I would say so. There are, you know, like highs and lows. It shows like some of the highs and lows of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very wide point of view. Like it's not narrowed in on any one certain character's story. It's very like, this is who we are while we're together right now. Mm. And then at the end, things happen. Um, that kind of leads people in different directions. But it really focuses on like, this is, I don't know. And it, it does a really good job of capturing like little moments. Like there are two uh, small kids in it. And like, you know, when you're a kid, like maybe someone says something to you, but you like remember it forever. Right. And you like put weight on it. And it, mm-hmm. there's a few moments like that where you can see that. It like represents process. that in the film. Yeah, it's really good doing that. Um, and I think I I always gauge like how much I like a movie by like how much I think about it later. Right. And yeah. how much it sticks I, with you. I've thought about it a lot. Interesting. So that must it had some sort of effect on you. I mean, obviously, it was, yeah, it, it must have. You know, it it won like you know best foreign film for a reason. It probably got nominated. Well, I don't for think a it won. Shit. It was oh, nominated. It was nominated. Well, it got nominated for a reason. Yeah, it must, been, it must yeah. be good. It was. Um, I think it was shown in several theaters in the U.S. and it did really well here too, even with a really small release. Mm-hmm. But um, Toads recommend it if you like movies that make you sad. That's the one. Did you shoplifters? Did you we buy it somewhere? It. You rented it. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think it's available anywhere right now. I think we rented it off of the Google Play Music, Google Play Movies. The Google, the Googs, honey. Gave um, them some of my info. Gave them your you credit know. card information. You know, sure. Um, shoplifters is on my list of things to watch because I got you know the long list, the never-ending list of things that are recommended that are probably good that I just haven't gone to gotten to yet. But it's on well, the list. Well, toast recommend if you're feeling, oh, honey, and I know you're feeling sad at night. Oh, honey. Definitely give it a view. You know me too you know, well. Make you feel warm and fuzzy and then punch you in the gut. Oh, punch me. Just punch me everywhere. Um, sure. Yeah, I, I've heard very good things about Shoplifter. Um, and yeah, I'm going to have to check it out finally because I maybe I I know I'll like it. Like it, people love it. And you like yeah. it, so it's and it's really pretty too. Like mm. very nicely visually shot. Is it like really sad, or is it just kind of like slice well, of life sort of situation? It's slice of life, but like I mean, it's following a family like in poverty, you know. So it, uh, but it's, yeah. they're they've kind of chosen to be obviously not chosen to be poor, <laughs> but they've chosen. Honey, if you're too poor, honey, just choose not to be, honey. <laughs> Don't okay? be depressed. Don't be poor. Like, honey, get some money. It's poor. so easy. They're choosing to stay together. Gotcha. It's kind of what they're doing. And so it it explores that and what all of them are having to do for money, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Interesting. Shoplifting, obviously, being one of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll have um, to check it out. Good favorite thing. Yeah. Totes recommend. Um, and, um... Bye. That's, that's that on that. Oh my God! No cheese of the week this week because it's we'll, cheese of the week. Don't do it. Apples. I love an apple cheese. I love it when I eat an apple. Taffy. <laughs> it's taffy <laughs> of the week. I want that. You keep that long awkward pause in there, okay? Okay. I'll, you I'll, keep that in there, honey. You mm-hmm. there's a long one. Love a long one. Um, <laughs> but before we go, I have a, a quick question for you. Sure. I haven't had saltwater taffy in a long time. Are there like different flavors or are they all like the same flavor? No, it just tastes like saltwater. No, okay. of course there are different flavors. <laughs> I truly, I truly haven't had it in like 10 years. I do not remember. Honey, let me read you the list of this flavors. Okay. Banana, cherry, chocolate, cinnamon, grape, lemon, licorice, lime, orange, peppermint, vanilla, winter, green. Honey, that was an alphabetical order. Amazing. So it's got a lot of different flavors. You know what? I don't really... I do want to try other places because I've only gotten Candy Kitchen when I've gone. Mm. But I'd like to try someone else who maybe makes it a little bit saltier. Oh, you're such a salty bitch. I just like... I'd like things to be a little bit savory with my sweet. Mm, honey, that's the best. salty. Yeah. 
Well, anyways, I'm gonna go uh, drown myself in salt, wal- salt water taffy. If I can find some. Do it. And I'm going to, I don't know. Stare, stare at a wall. At a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, get out of here. You know me too well. Oh. Anywho, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week, of course. And next week we'll also have a bonus episode for all the lovely Patreon patrons. But for now, that is going to be all. And we'll see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Andrew G, Ben B, Brat D, Brian H, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Erica V, Feliciano D, Helena B, Henrich B, Jack C, Julian S, Justin, Kate M, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marion J, Maurice W, Megan N, Michael C, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. Show.